Welcome to In the Pastor's Study. Listen as we give you a chance to go behind the closed doors to a place where ministers let their guard down and speak openly about the world today and how it affects them. The perspective from the pulpit colors their every interaction and the insights are from an angle you may never have considered. If you have forgotten that the men and women of the cloth are still just people, just listen to them express the joys and pains of life in the ministry. Join us in the pastor's study. It's a blessing to be here with um, Pastor Harris uh, today. Um, we just want to give him an opportunity to uh, give us some information on his ministry. Tell us about tell us a few things about maybe how it started, uh, the things he's done, the things he's doing, and uh, even take a little further and tell us about some of the things that you have planned for the future. So um, go ahead, Reverend Harris. All right. Uh, good afternoon again, Reverend Clip. Uh, Cliff and uh, Bates, my brother in the Lord, and certainly to this beautiful opportunity in this setting for the podcast. Uh, so honored to share uh, this uh, atmosphere with uh, such gifted and talented um, brothers in the ministry. Um, Operation He's My Brother was born out of the personal pain of my life where we lost my youngest brother at a very young age. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he ended up uh, running with wrong crowds uh, in the, here in the city of Memphis um, in the late 90s and then uh, got into a fight one day and lost his life respectfully. As a result of that, I was inspired uh, after looking around the, the city and seeing the atmosphere at that time, as it is now in a large part, uh, to um, the especially young black African-American males who were um, uh, living a life of dep deprivation and uh, unfortunately just um, uh, low illiteracy and um, irresponsibility. So uh, we started Operation He's My Brother um, about 15 years ago and then it ventured uh, in 2011 to He's My Brother Evangelistic Outreach Ministries. So the ministry was born from there uh, out of the inspiration of Operation He's My Brother uh, and uh, the basic services that we were offering then is we're offering now uh, job placement, uh, mentoring, character building, uh, assistance with legal matters, counseling, and Christian development. Um, and we um, mainly service ages 16 through 35. But, of course, we do address the needs of those who are younger as well. Uh, centrally located at 1700 Southern Avenue, we share the facility there with Brewster School of Theology. Uh, and most of our services, uh, not on a humorous note, but somewhat on a humorous note, is that because the youth and young adults have so many different priorities, time schedule-wise, we found it more beneficial to have our services in the evening time. So we generally meet between 3.30 and 4 uh, till, till about uh, 5.30. So with that said, um, uh, I'm grateful for the question of uh, what we're all about. It it's really uh, finds its root 
in uh, the Lord's word where he says that the male seed uh, uh, needs to be saved. We uh, got our inspiration from the fact that uh, young men particularly need to become leaders, uh, need to become more responsible, and especially setting the examples for others uh, to uh, go by in terms of being responsible, accountable, uh, appreciative, and respectful. So with that said, we have uh, ventured uh, over the years into assisting young ladies as well uh, and gaining a, a, a number of networking partners out into the community that include uh, community service agency, pretrial services, uh, some colleges around the city, namely Lamont Owen and some others, uh, as well as a whole host of businesses that uh, grant our youth and young adults opportunities to get jobs, uh, placements there in spite of the fact that they have background issues that, that go on. Um, one of the um, benefit, uh, 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 rewarding things that we have found through our program and our ministry is the fact that those that are referred to us from the courts uh, having the pressure of having to get a job within 30 days or 60 days or to have to do community service uh, are most of the time willing to be exposed to some uh, degree of counseling and some degree of, um, of uh, Christian-based uh, inspiration. Uh, so we found that to be a, a very rewarding thing. One caveat I would like to throw in is that... Um, we have um, experienced the, uh, the, uh, the aspect of uh, the corner of our society where some will come from us they are Muslim or they may be uh, from Jehovah's Witnesses or other things like that. So we have built a built-in component that we're never judgmental. Uh, the main thing we're concerned about is the attitude renewal aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will not pressure them. Uh, to um, just automatically become a Christian, we'll respect where they are, and if they choose the, to accept our principles as Christians and then become, uh, uh, I guess you would say, a conduit of the Lord Jesus, then we 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 certainly welcome that. But otherwise, um, because we understand up front that they come from various aspects of the courts and situations like that, we 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 always uh, just uh, completely non-judgmental uh, in in that way. Uh, we have on the horizon, especially since COVID has been in the atmosphere for the last two two years, uh, we've had to down size and go virtual a lot uh, with our services as well as with um, with our uh, activities. But thankfully, uh, the early part of this year, things picked up and we uh, were able to do driving lessons uh, free with our uh, community uh, inner city youth. Uh, also uh, have engaged in health fairs and job fairs and, and things of that nature. Uh, as well as uh, impact sessions where we teach him budgeting uh, and, and, and financial uh, accountability and things like that. So uh, recently, just recently as this past Sunday, we celebrated um, 30 uh, young people, about 20 of them were present. Um, uh, others weren't because of their, their schedules. Uh, what we call year-end 
a Christian community outreach celebration day where we awarded all of them what we call the gold award, uh, where they were able to come and get appreciated in an open atmosphere of what was uh, celebrated at the Right Direction Christian Church. We used their facilities for that. Uh, and it was an awesome day uh, where parents, uh, the community service people, uh, agency sent a representative out uh, as well as uh, some pastors, and, and we were so grateful that Pastor Bates and Get Recovered Ministries was a part of that as well, to come and give the young people a word of inspiration. And then they had an opportunity to just share their gifts and talents uh, in, in a full-bloom uh, atmosphere as well. Um, we have a networking partnership with the Neighborhood Christian Center on the horizon in just about a week and a half, just before Christmas in time to be a blessing to 50 residents where we will be giving out Christmas baskets uh, to them, uh, courtesy of the Neighborhood Christian Center. Uh, so that's going to be a blessing to be able to uh, address the uh, need of a lot of the community residents who, who need food during that time. So we're looking forward to closing this year out strong and looking to go into the new year with an attitude of just total commitment to uh, help our youth and young adults, especially in the inner city, to realize there's hope, there's healing, and there's, there's definitely an opportunity to, to, to come uh, into a, a place where they can find some rest, uh, uh, rest, restful uh, renewal uh, and inspiration. God bless you. Let us pray. Eternal God of all grace, we bow unto you now in humble submission, totally giving your name the glory and the praise for this marvelous day you've blessed us to see. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto thee. And so, Lord, we ask now that as we come before your throne of grace, you would hear us, help us, hold us, and handle every situation that we are faced with in this life. And then, Lord, we ask now that you would intervene in our affairs and even that you would remember mercy in this situation in which we are trying to be a blessing unto your people. We are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. And so now, Lord, we, we are sensitive and mindful of the fact that so many need to hear a word from you. You have declared in your word that the harvest is truly planted, the laborers are few. We thank you for being among the blessed who are willing to still serve in your vineyard and still willing to be servants to your will. Pray that you would be merciful uh, in this uh, arena of getting your word out addressing the needs and the topical, sensitive matters that your people are facing in this day and time. We close this prayer by saying, Redeem us, remember us, revive us, and renew us. Do it for your glory, Lord, is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.
Today, the pastors discuss young people's work ethics and our responsibility in teaching it to them. In the industry that I'm involved in, I, and for the last several years, I have had to work with a lot of young people, and I've seen the um, the work ethic slowly decline. In my earlier years, um, the work ethic was, was, was very good. We didn't have to worry about uh, people coming to work and staying at work and being on time, but um, in the last several years, uh, I've just seen a slow decline in the work ethic by young people, and it's really troubling because um, they're our future. And if we don't do something to to get them in line and, and, and change their way of thinking, then they won't be able to pass that on to their children and their children's children. So I feel like it is it is uh, as a minister, it's a part of my responsibility to to take some of these young people and uh, try to um, teach them the importance of developing a, a better work ethic. Yes. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's really and to be honest, it's really troubling, you know, some of the things that I see uh, on a daily basis as far as dealing with them. Uh, I don't know what has happened, and I'm pretty sure a lot of it is that um, they've gotten out of going to church. They've gotten out of being in church, and they've right. gotten out of, gotten away from um, people teaching them and talking to them and mentoring them. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel that it's uh, the church's responsibility or, or our responsibility as minister of the gospel to, to try to reach out and touch these young people. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, Minister Cliff, I want to ask, um, as you were speaking, uh, a thought came to mind, and, and I want to pose a question to you. Um, is it more behavioral or is it more um, value system? Well, I think a lot of it is that they we we gotten out of touch of teaching our children or uh, teaching them values. Yes. Um, they don't seem that they, they don't understand the value of of having a job and maintaining a job and and creating a good work record where if you want to move to somewhere else that you can uh, um, have someone on their job to give you a reference. Mm-hmm. So their values, I think, a lot of it the values. And it goes back to to uh, to the church. Yes. You know, we've just kind of gotten away from from reaching out and touching our young people uh, and the, the values that they have developed. They mostly learn them in the streets now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we lose a lot of lose a lot of our young people and, and the opportunities to teach them better values by, you know, not reaching out to them and not touching them. Yes. Uh, and that leads to the behavior. Yes. You know, that, that leads to, to the bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, and, um, Pastor Bates, is it, uh, community, school, home, or the child? I think it's a combination of them all. Okay. Uh, but if we sort of, uh, go back to what Reverend was saying. Yes, sir. Uh, I think the value, there is a value base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we have allowed our young people mm-hmm. too much freedom. Oh, okay. Uh, the Bible says 
better rod spoil the child. And we have a lot of spoiled children. That's right. To where their mindset is. And I've heard this come out of their mouth. At least I showed up. Right, yeah. And if I showed up, Mm -hmm. the ethic, the work ethic is not there to where I'm going to put in a honest day's work. Mm -hmm. The fact that you hired me and I showed up and I'm here and I'm present and I do just enough work to get a check. That's right. Is the mindset. Yeah. In other words, if there's anything extra you want me to do, that's mm-hmm. going to cost you. Mm-hmm. My, my, and I think that's because we put a monetary prize on everything mm-hmm. that our young people do. Right. Uh, right. Take out the garbage, mm-hmm. get $10. Mm-hmm. Wash the dishes, you get your allowance. Right. Uh, you cut the yard, you get a car. You, right. you make straight A's. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you out to dinner. Right. In other words, if, if, if when we grew up, mm-hmm. it was your responsibility. Yes, yes. Just right. because you lived under your mother and father's roof mm-hmm. to take out the garbage, right? To mow the yard, to That's wash right. the dishes—that That's was right. part of your responsibility. That's right. And we can go back to the early seventies mm-hmm. to where uh, mothers and fathers, mm-hmm. in order to survive, had to go. The mother had to then leave the home right. just so the families to survive. So that's there's right. some economic there's an economic impact mm-hmm. to it also. That's right. So then you develop what you call latchkey kids. Mm-hmm. And guess what latchkey kids do? Mm-hmm. They were raising themselves because right. when mom and daddy got home from that's work, right. they were too tired that's right. to raise their children. And right. so the children mm-hmm. who didn't have any kind of uh, overseer, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, or mm-hmm. didn't have any kind of parental guidance. Right. Pretty much raised themselves on their own. And if I have did the laundry, if I had washed the dishes, yes, mama and them still paid me for right. doing right chores in the house. That's when right. Difference in when we grew up. That's right. Your responsibility mm-hmm. was to do that. Yes. So That's right. That's right. I, I think there's right. a. Uh, some of it is is the world that we live in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and our values over the years have changed. Right. So uh, you you can't blame them, mm-hmm. but you can blame them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they should know better. Yes. And then right. nobody has sit down and told our children mm-hmm. that when you sign an application or hired by a company, mm-hmm. that is a contract. That's right. With the company for you to do a honest day's work. That's right. That's right. And if you do an honest day's work, mm-hmm. then you get paid. Right. But this is what we glorify. Yeah. We glorify them just getting the job. That's right. That's right. Not doing a good job. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Just right. glad they That's got a the job. Difference. That's right. That's we, right. We, oh, he got a job. <laughs> right. But is he doing a, is he or she doing a good, good job? job. That's right. right. That's right. You know, because these kids think That's they right. ought to get up, get, make $20 an hour and it's mm-hmm. your first job. Mm-hmm. You don't have any experience. That's right. That's right. That's you right. can't, you That's can't right. go out and get a high paying job yeah. and you don't have the experience. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then you have to go back to our education system, in yeah. which a lot of our children were sold. You go to graduate from high school, you mm-hmm. go to four years of college, right. you're going to get paid. Yeah. That's just not reality. Yes, that is right. not reality. That's and right. and that's right. then those children who went to college are mm-hmm. stuck with mounds and mounds and mounds of yeah. student debt. Yeah. 
And for the next 30 years, mm-hmm. unless they uh, can get a six-figure income, mm-hmm. they are stuck with that right. that uh, yeah. uh, student loan. Right. So now you got children who are now mm-hmm. not interested in going to college because mm-hmm. now I got a pile of student loans. Right. It's, it's not right. worth. So That's right. It's a whole lot of factors that go in, but the church has to do a better job. Yes, yes, right. Of not only being uh, uh, biblical, mm-hmm. but our children don't have any mm-hmm. idea of what civics is all about. That's right. That's what right. Uh, entrepreneurship is about. Yeah. What business is about. Right. And we send them out in the world and expect them to just readily know. That's right. What it takes. That's right. They don't even know how to. Count right now, you know. That's right. That's right. Balance a checkbook. That's right. Anything like that. That's That's not incorporated in their educational mindset. That's right. That's right. uh, A lot of our kids, man, they working for nails and yeah, yeah. That that was going to be my next uh, comment. uh, Respectfully. Um, encompassing uh, all of the the uh, the, the very uh, enlightening things that you all have mentioned, uh, illiteracy and illiteracy and illiteracy both play a big factor in this because uh, when you don't have the confidence uh, in the fact that you can learn the trade once you get there, and then not even have the comprehension to be able to apply what people are trying to teach you or an attitude. When they are trying to teach you, there's a problem. There's a problem. And that, 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 that comes from previous preparation a lot of times from your school years. Uh, that's why it's not just five years of school or, 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 or three years of school. It's 12 years, you know, in most, most cases. And if you're blessed to get out in 11 years, that's good. But that's what school is there for, to pre- prepare you for the real world. And a lot of that that you're supposed to be getting there Unfortunately, because like you all said, it could be parents, it could be the home, it could be the community, the environment, all of these things, uh, uh, the church are not necessarily being engaged enough a lot of times in order to get them to see how serious it is to really, really take those early years uh, seriously uh, to, to become, to become a, a person of character. You know, in character, you know, Christian character, yes, but character, period, counts. You know, who you are, who, who, you, you all hit on it. Who's defining who you are? You can finally get to this job, let's just say $12 an hour. And then, as Pastor Cliff, you said, the work ethic is not there. Something happened during those early years that caused you to not be able to take seriously the fact that you're in a, you're in a real life situation now. You're in a real life situation, so it, it's uh it's really um sad in a lot of ways um, that when we look at our open society. Uh, last thing I'll, I'll add is that um, we have um, not engaged our youth and young adults uh, on the levels of of uh, education. Uh, motivation uh, and uh, obviously uh, behavior matters um, because we let them slip through the cracks. Do you all believe in still believe in social promotion? In some instances, yes. Okay. Uh, let give you a good example. Okay. I don't think our school system is equipped to mm-hmm. educate 
all of our children. Okay. Now. That's an interesting statement. Those who are normal, <laughs> okay. the normal child that walks into a school, okay. yes. Okay. But what about that child who has special talents? Right. Or is not, uh, quote unquote, normal, whatever normal right. could be. Right. And they learn differently. Right. Our school systems are not equipped to yeah. deal with that, so they put them in special education. That's right. That's right. And who is normally the special education teacher? Hmm. Hmm. That, therein lies the problem. Right. It, does she specialize in teaching a child who's autistic? Right. Does she specialize in teaching a child who has speech impediments? That's or, right. Or, can't hear, That's can't right. see, That's that right. kind of stuff. That's right. I mean, That's right. in some instances, if we yeah. don't have the educational uh, uh, resources. Resources, resources to right. teach right. each and every child, then right. those are the ones who fall through the cracks. Right. Pass them on. And so those Pass are the on. ones who get, Pass them on. who, who right. get a job, right. but right. they don't have the capacity to mm-hmm. even track Right. Following direction because right. in the formative years, mm-hmm. they weren't taught that. They mm-hmm. were told to sit in the corner, behave, and be quiet. Right. Uh, and if parents don't have the time mm-hmm. to go and see what's going on in a system, an educational system that they can, that they are supposed to be able to trust. Right. Then those children fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. So, in, in in certain circumstances, I believe social promotion yes, sir. is the only way because it right. encourages right. the child. Right. And you put them in a track or something that they can learn. Mm-hmm. Give them something, uh, a hammer and nail mm-hmm. kind of job. That's and right. that kind that's of right. things that they that's can right. do. Trade, trade. A trade. trade. Yeah, that's that right. That they can do that's and right. they, they can be productive in society. Right. But if you try to fit them into a note. Right. They just fall through the cracks. Right, right, right. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we let the words of our mouths, the meditation of our hearts, be acceptable in thy sight, Heavenly Father. As we close out this podcast, Heavenly Father, we ask you, God, to bless it. We ask you, God, to elevate it and let it magnify and glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. This we pray in thy daughter's son, Jesus' name. Amen. Please support the ministries involved in this podcast. To donate to Operation He's My Brother, use Cash App, dollar sign, OHMB7746. To donate to Get Recovered Ministries Christian Church, use Cash App, dollar sign, GRMCC.